Welcome to the Home Inspector Marketing Podcast. Because you're a home inspector looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line, you are in the right place. For additional training resources on how you can grow your home inspection business, go to microreturns.com right now. And now, here's the podcast. Hi, this is Mike Crow, and I run a home inspection business. In fact, I've run a couple of home inspection businesses. The true joy for me, though, has been helping literally thousands of home inspectors build really solid home inspection businesses as well. We can help a single man operation be able to do over $300,000 a year, maybe all the way up to $400,000 a year as a single inspector operation. Even better for me is the 80 plus companies that we have helped be able to build million dollar home inspection businesses. I would like to help you be able to do the same thing. We're picking up where we left off with part two of the Inspector Toolbow Talk podcast. If you haven't yet, check out the last episode for part one. You mentioned at least two of your presentations that you do when you actually get into the office and do the presentation for the meetings. They still have those or they'll call them together when there's something to talk about. Yep. You had the nine secrets of successful agents. Nine marketing secrets of top producing agents. I wrote that presentation myself. And then 10 ways to get 10 more referrals per month. I wrote that presentation myself. Facebook Live, my oldest son, Jonathan, wrote that presentation. And so we taught agents. Think about this. During the pandemic, right? What was one of the most important things that agents couldn't do? And they still wanted to be able to communicate. And so we took this. And by the way, we had built this two, three years prior, and we used to teach it. But when the pandemic hit, we were teaching agents how to do Facebook Live all the time. And by the way, we took the whole Big Bang marketing that I taught you just right here, which I shared with you just here, and we took it to online during the pandemic. Hmm. And people were going, oh, I don't, I can't market anymore. I can't walk in and out of real estate offices. And, and they were trying to do Facebook stuff, but we took it three or four notches above that. So most real estate groups have a Facebook group. And you have to join the group. You have to get approved to be part of the group. You can't go in there and openly market. But if you're going out there and giving useful information that will help them, we actually did more presentations during the pandemic year than we did during any other time. And we were doing sometimes as many as two and three a day at our office. Agents would literally come to our office and we would set them up in our studio and we would do a presentation where we'd make them look great to their audience and or we'd do a Zoom by Zoom kind of side by side, you know, and with them. And so they could put that on, on there. Um, and so we, we were teaching the agents how to do that. You know, we that- turned up the market. You know that, yeah, exactly. Turn it up. And that's genius because I've actually been thinking of new ideas for how to do presentations at offices to keep it fresh and teaching them something technical that they might not know because some agents are young but have not used tools like Facebook Live or TikTok and used it in a way, in a professional way. And the ones that are a bit older may not know how to use any of that. You go and do an office right. presentation. Here's how to grow your business with TikTok. Here's how to use Facebook Live. Here's how to use this aspect of things. That's a that's a glorious. I'm stealing that, Mike. So, <laughs> oh, that's okay. And we have about we have about I know we have at least ten, maybe as many as twenty different presentations that we can use. Okay, thirteen marketing secrets to websites. Thirteen marketing secrets to business cards and your and your website or or things like that, email marketing. So the problem with most home inspectors is they go in and they teach 
they don't teach. You know, they 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 talk about themselves. Okay, yeah. so imagine you're going on a date, and see, most inspectors are really good at this because we're guys. Okay, we go on a date and we want to talk about how we've done this and how we've done this and how we've done this and how we've done this, and and the lady across the way is just sitting there going, "Give me a break," you know. Um, mm-hmm. And keep in mind that over seventy percent of real estate agents are ladies. Okay, so ask them what they want. Give them something they want, you know, don't show up empty handed, show up with flowers, show up with perfume, show up with, you know, candy, <laughs> candy. Oh, candy. Okay. Yeah. You know, I love that analogy as viewing it as a date. Cause I've often said that the last thing you should do is talk about yourself at those office presentations, but that's a perfect analogy. What are you thinking about? What's your background? Right. What are your concerns? Now they're engaged with us. That's, that's awesome. And I want to just interrupt real quick though. If people want to do your coaching, work with you, learn more from you, I just want to make sure I have this in the transcript for everybody early on. Would they go to MikeCrow.com? MikeCrowReturns.com is the the latest, greatest opportunity. You know I do mastermind meetings, right? Yeah. Yeah. And people, if they want to, they can pay a small fee and they can come in and sit in a room for two days with some of the most successful home inspectors they'll probably ever meet and just sit there like a fly on the wall and learn and be able to have lunch with us and be able to talk and go to dinner with us and and that sort of stuff. Now, honestly, almost everybody that comes to that ends up joining us because they've never experienced, you know, the electricity of sitting in a room with 10, 15 highly successful home inspectors. And then they've never heard what we teach. They've, they've never heard like the marketing we just taught you or the basics. And honestly, that's like the uh, wrapping on the present, what I just told you. Yeah. Okay. Now, now let's open the box and, and get serious about this thing. And so microreturns.com is uh, the easiest way to snag one of those spots. They're limited. I don't know how many are left. I have been truly blessed uh, I put a new gentleman in charge of uh, my coaching program. His name is uh, Davey Tybersky, and he is what we call America's profit coach, okay? Uh, he teaches companies how to be profitable. So he actually works with me during the mastermind. And then we also have a real estate agent coach. I uh, just has coached hundreds and hundreds, probably thousands of real estate agents. So he's at that meeting and sits in on that meeting as well. And we just we just share with them and everything. And, and you can see more about that at uh, microreturns.com. And thank you for asking. Well, no, I wanted to ask because um, you get a lot of plugs on the Facebook forums with the home inspectors, and they're from real successful home inspectors. Because when you're looking at the forums and the Facebook groups with home inspectors, everybody's willing to give you advice. But the ones who are actually successful, they'll, I'll, I'll see your name pop up quite a bit. So it's a it's the real deal. Um, well worth it. Well, I appreciate it. that. Yeah. I had a goal when I first started coaching to help 100 people create million-dollar companies. And we surpassed that a number of years ago. I had somebody come up to me recently and say, hey, I just want to let you know we had a million dollars last year. You know who I'm talking about, actually, but I'm not going to name him. And uh, now what I'm really looking for, and one of the reasons I came on this podcast, because you're you're actually one of these people. I'm looking for 100 people that are willing to help 100 other people now. Okay. I love um, and that's my big goal at this point. And I've been very blessed. And by the way, I've also had the, uh, the, the joy uh, of helping coach a bunch of single man operations that started earning, you know, 200, 300, $400,000 a year as a single inspector operation. Okay. Yeah. And so the, the cool thing is this works if you want to grow a really big business. This works if you want to grow a really successful one man operation. Well, the proof is in the pudding. And ever since I've been in the home inspection industry, which is just under just about 20 years now, your name has always been a staple in it. So if it didn't work, 
you wouldn't have a great reputation. And the fact well, that you, you the fact that you even shared that information that you shared so far is just shows who you are. A man after my own heart. I love to help. I, I like I like it when guys. We just had a guy on our show that said thank you for our our help and told us about his experience. You have a litany of just a super yeah. long list of guys that you've helped. Yep, yeah, I have some of the scars to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to roll back to the one of the questions because guys are talking about oh this is a bad market. Other guys are like hey this is the best market I've ever had. I want to go back to that when you said most inspectors don't know the difference between a good market or a bad market. What did you mean by that? No, they don't. Yeah. So again, we, you know, we talked about recessions. We talked about when it's a seller's market and, and people are literally going, oh, I, I can't put an inspection in my agreement. By the way, the good agents know better than that. Okay. The good agents work it differently. And so in a good market, how far out are inspectors booked a lot of times? Typically a few days. Our company is usually about two weeks, which is at the maximum of most contract contingencies. Exactly. However, during a seller's market, they need you same day. Yeah. Okay. So I built my company, and it's one of the reasons we, we did $2.7 million last year. I built my company so we could be available same day. And probably 80% of the days... Last year, we literally booked an inspection that day. And sometimes we booked as many as four on that day. Oh, wow. Okay. Even Monday of this week, I think we, we scheduled three on Monday for Monday. So the, the challenges with most home inspectors is when they're, they're building their business, they want to market. But let's, let's imagine there's this amazing store over here. Okay. Let's call it Frederick's. I, I don't know. Right? No, that's probably not a good name, right? Frederick's of Hollywood. <laughs> Let, <laughs> well, yeah, different, different yeah. name. <laughs> Let, let's call it uh, Gary. Harry's. Harry's. Is that what you said? Harry works. Yeah, let's well, do Harry's. I don't know. Frederick's, Harry's. Now we're getting off. We're oh, getting man. Cross okay. that line there very carefully. Okay. Boy, we're, get, we're getting spun on this one. Let's, let's call Penny. it Jerry's. Jerry's. How about that? Jerry's. Yeah. Okay. So there's Jerry's store over here, right? And you love Jerry's store. And it's a great store. And the people are friendly. And you walk in there and you need a gallon of milk, right? And you walk back there and there's no milk. So you have to go somewhere else to get the milk, right? So the next day you're going, oh, I love Jerry's. Jerry's is my favorite place. And you go in there again and now they don't have any bread. And maybe they have milk. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. How many times will you go into Jerry's before you go, you know, I love Jerry's. I think Jerry's is one of the best. However, I, I don't have time to waste to find out if they actually got it or don't have it. And you just stop going to Jerry's, right? So when you have the availabilities, you can have great marketing. You can have great service. And and yeah, you may be booked out two weeks and think, man, that is great. And I apologize if I'm picking on you because I'm not trying to. No, no. But if you're booked out two weeks, you know, first off, there's, there's two major things you need to do. Mm -hmm. One is you probably need to hire more people, but even more importantly, you need to charge more. Okay. Yeah. So we teach a simple formula, for instance, on raising prices. If you're booked out that far in that kind of a market, we call it three times 90 times two. So if you're booked out three days or more for two weeks at any given time, and because you're not always there, probably, then you should raise your prices anywhere from $3 to $8 to $7, $7 $8, $13, or $20. Notice that there's a lot of odd numbers in there, okay? Mm -hmm. That's on purpose. And when I start coaching people, I had one gentleman out of California, of all places, and uh, doing a great job. And the business has literally grown exponentially. I love him so much. And he raised his prices four times in one year. 
Beautiful. See, the average guys will raise their price once and think, okay, I did that, okay? But when you have a formula, right, if you have a gauge on your car that says, oh, put more fuel in, okay, well, then you put more fuel in, right? And so that's that's what we did. And he is now over $100 more per average per inspector, and he's just kicking it. And by the way, he's now hired his first inspector and 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 growing that business and doing some cool stuff with it. So again, there's so many little key factors here that people don't understand. And when the market gets weird, the, the bottom line is they have to market more. So now we're, we're looking at, we're lo- almost looking at a trifecta, which people don't understand right now, right? Most of the time, a presidential election is a, it, 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 it really kind of messes up our, our cycle a little bit, but this election, because it is so important because of some of the turmoil out there, that's messing up the cycle a little bit now as well. Okay. And then, and now we're getting ready to go into winter, right? I mean, we're getting ready to go into November, December, January, February, the the four slowest months for the, for 90% of all home inspectors. Okay. And, and, and we may be going into a recession. So people are pulling back. Agents are selling less homes and people understand that, you know, that because of all three of those things hitting kind of at the same time, that if you don't adjust your marketing, you will literally just go up and down with the market. Okay. And the market goes up and down all the time. So if you've been visiting 10 offices per inspector per week, now it needs to become 15 or 20 offices per inspector all the time. You ever watch The Lion King? You got kids? Oh, yeah. Well, I watched The Lion King as an adult. Why not? Mufasa, that gets me every time when he dies. Yeah, yeah. So remember, what did the young lion cub do when the food dried up in her area? Oh, you see, now I have to remember that part of the movie. She went further out looking for more food, looking for other areas that still had food. All right. So the number one easiest way to to get more business is geographically expand. The second way is just to make sure that you turn your marketing up as much as you can. So if you've been visiting 10 offices, now we visit 20 offices per week per inspector. Okay. And it just works. It's like, it's like putting uh, the right kind of fuel in the car. And that's exactly why I wanted to roll back to that point, because that's really the heart of our discussion today. There's a lot of different ways we can market. But turning it up and doing it more now is more critical. We were talking about it before. There's going to be a lot of guys going out of business because they turn their marketing down and then just kind of fizzle off. So when we come out of this into a more normalized market, I say more normalized because, as you said, it's it's a fairly it's, – it's not bad at, at the moment. It was right. actually worse, a little worse before. Might be heading into a recession, but whatever. But once we come out of it, half our competition has gone. And our marketing's going like gangbusters, and it's not that expensive. We're not saying, "Hey, turn up Google Ads and spend three grand a month on it." We're saying, "Go buy chocolate." Yeah, you know, visit some offices. Worst case scenario, you can't afford the chocolate, and you just afford the gas to drive to the office. At least you're visiting them. Yeah, don't walk in empty-handed though. Make sure you bring in a flyer, brochures, yeah. business cards. Yeah. And and man, if you can bring something in for that gatekeeper, something that people enjoy, that will work. And so there I have a lot of friends. I created a number of flyers years ago. I created something called the Smile File and then we created something called Just for Fun. And all it is is we put some like cartoons and sayings on it and then on the back we put who we are and what we are and and all of that. So walk in with something that people want. Here's the other thing is in a marketplace is that you're very familiar with time blocking, okay? Mm -hmm. But the average inspector, they only think they block off time for inspections, right? Well, 
they've got to learn to block off time for marketing. Mm-hmm. And when that when that block hits, just like they have to go do an inspection, they have to go do their marketing. So the time blocking is incredibly important with that. And they should have a list and they should, uh, you know, just go run that route. And it's like a paper route. Okay. Just go run that route. Go say hi to everybody. Go make sure that they remember who you are and everything. And do that again every single week. Yep. And and uh, once you get past 200 inspections a year, okay, then you hire somebody to run that route for you. And that's where most people mess up is they try to keep doing the route themselves when they get to 200, 300, 400 inspections a year. And nobody consistently does it right if, they're, if they've got that many inspections on their books. Yeah. That's fantastic advice. And I actually appreciate the advice that you gave me on my companies. You know, maybe I am booked out too far. I'm always, I've always been a big advocate of raising your prices to decrease demand. So I'd rather work a little less than make a bunch more by raising our prices and knocking down our schedule a little bit. But maybe it's time for me to do that. See, I learned something from you, Mike. You know, that's really the power of mastermind, right? I mean, you are really knowledgeable in this business and you have done a lot of good for people and you continue to do a lot of good for people. And you interviewed a lot of people and you learn a lot of things. And yet even in what, a 30 minute discussion, Mm -hmm. you know, you picked up one thing that'll probably make you an extra 20,000 next year. Easily. Uh, I don't know. If not more. Yeah. Exactly. And the other thing I find, there's a number of things I find that go wrong on pricing is people make too big a jumps because they're on square footage. And so mm-hmm. uh, I was talking with an inspector the other day and I said, well, what's your starting square footage? He said 2,500. And I went, okay. And I said, what's the next square footage that you change your price? 3,500. Say what? <laughs> you know, yeah. but uh, I actually, our prices change at 130 square feet now. Okay. And I know some inspectors, by the way, that get this really right. And it's cents per square foot. And I have to tell you, those guys have my heart because they're getting paid for every square foot. You know, I've never really been big on the whole square. I do tiered pricing, so I'll do it every thousand square foot. But I'd I'd love to hear sometime about why and the reasoning behind behind that maybe on a separate podcast of why you structure your pricing the way you do we could we could do a whole a whole <laughs> podcast just on how to price your inspection and how to make more money per inspection oh it's a date um, let's do you it know, yeah, absolutely we'll set that up and you know because most inspectors out there doing like one a day maybe two a day you know i used to do three and four a day when it was just me but most of our inspectors now do two a day. We still have some that are easily able to do three a day. Mm-hmm. But how do you make more money per inspection? How do you schedule? How do you price your inspections and all that? We could definitely have a date on that. Yeah, I, I would love it. I know the, our audience would. But I want to reiterate to everybody listening, MikeCrowReturns.com. Those who know me know I own a couple of different inspection companies. I've been doing this a long time. I learned something from Mike. All of us could definitely benefit from his mastermind group there. Mike, thank you so much. You you have been awesome. You bet. And I look forward to us getting to know each other better and for us being able to help another hundred people. That sounds fantastic. Looking forward to it. You know, one of the big secrets that I tell people is be successful and be around those that are successful. And, you know, because the more money we make, the more people we can help. Yep, exactly. So if you want to be helped by Mike, a very successful home inspector, I really do recommend this program. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll look forward to having you on again, Mike. Thank you. All right. Thank you, my friend. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. And as a friendly reminder, if you're looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line as a home inspector, go to microreturns.com right now.